0: you're listening to the talking tough podcast creating tough minds for fitness nutrition and business with your hosts rob foster and josh phelps i am never stepping foot in a gym again well the english version and bbc the headline thanks bbc because you've only got 55 million followers that we're gonna read that and start to question whether they should ever go back to a gym.
1: Beautiful. Um,
0: so I'll never step foot uh, in a, a gym again. What? Like, why? What is that great about? Great article.
1: The thing is, it was an ad as well. Um like oh, so the future of, of yeah fitness and gyms. Uh, it was an advert, sponsored advert, to uh, people's Instagram, Facebook, and, and whatnot. Probably pop from YouTube. Um, to an article they've written um, finding a couple of people who've gone all in on the the wearables I suppose the the tech side of fitness during lockdowns and have said strongly said they'll never go back to, to gyms again
0: I think that, listen, tech is ultimately going to you know, evolve. Fitness is going to evolve. With tech, we've, we've actually spoke about what we believe some might, the future might look like. And it, I don't think it's unrealistic, you know, being told almost exactly of, uh, yeah, of how you exercise, what new. you should be doing in terms of what your sleep and your recovery looks like and how you're feeling and, you know, all sorts of different things. And on a hormonal level, it can, you know, we will pick up and go, right, well, actually, don't do that. It's going to crash your cns you know you're gonna you're gonna start to feel rubbish if you go and do the workout you'd almost maybe plan so you mm. know there might be all sorts of different things but do not step foot in a gym again what's the benefit you know what why what is the benefit in pushing uh, that story tell me i don't so what what i mean i asked the question is why do you go to a gym what is a gym because we all get banded into the same thing time and time again, you know, I think that people sort of, once again, think gym, think right, rows of treadmills, rows of this, that and the other, which is fine. It's all well and good. And it's, uh, basically, it's an equipment rental place. You know, mm-hmm. you go in, you rent equipment and some of them that are, have that sort of race to the bottom, I kind of wonder how they're going to come out. You know, so sort of some of your... Big chains that were just pushing down to now it's only 19.99 mm. a month. It well, like, it just, um, it's like anything; it's a race to the bottom. You I get bigger, don't know companies if there's a cheaper less. one
1: in the UK than maybe 9.99. Maybe I don't know if enough then maybe that's like on, on offer as well. Um, 19.99 kind of seemed like a, a cheap gym membership, which yeah, is really cheap. But in the US, uh, we've heard before as well where there is a re- literally a race to the bottom, and they've been paying people to go to, like this is before, obviously COVID, but there's so low budget gyms out there. It's like $10 gym, $5 gyms. No, we'll pay you. We'll give you, like they'll actually yeah. pay a bit because they know that they're going to get them in, in the door They'll upsell them to things. There's more chance of upselling to... Well, they'll to, be in
0: contracts then for like, say, 24 months and actually that, that price goes up and it's like, you know, this, the price sneaks up and, you know, and that, whatever. I mean, that's kind of by the by in some respects. But he, he, let's look at the, the bigger picture maybe then. So we don't go back to a gym. No one goes back to a gym. What does that mean? Well, does everybody have, you know, that person that said that, oh, I'm not going to do that. They enjoy possibly doing home workouts, bodyweight workouts, cardio you know, things like yeah. that they can do. Or are they fortunate enough to have equipment at home, which well, not everybody else is?
1: On that, there was um, there was a person who purchased a Peloton. Not everyone got two grand to buy a bike <laughs> in a house yeah. or the space to put it in, for sure. I uh, mean, that's...
0: And once again, that's, so who are you talking to? You know, how... Let's yeah. look at the... Especially the current situation in the market. At the end of this, where you know unfortunately there's a lot of people who are definitely not in a great financial there's some people who are absolutely fine don't get me wrong and, and some people are probably doing better because they've been locked out of pubs and stuff they've probably yeah. saved a fortune yeah. um but are they the people that will, will really want to go oh i'm gonna go spend two grand on the peloton which once again has its modality and then it's uh you know a big sort of chain company and you know how personal is that you know and and this is the thing is when you're we're talking about gyms and once again we spoke about this time time i'm going more so in the past really when we were trying to differentiate what we do to maybe some of the mainstream gyms is when you go there are you actually thought about cared for you know do does the person that you see give you a smile and welcome you know about you know about your family know about your your training history your your health all those different things that you care about or you know or or as you say are you just beeping in with a you know scanner of a you know your, your fingerprint if you've got a fancy gym or is it a card that you scan or and then that's it you go in your headphones are on you do your thing you come out and you know by the by well if that's kind of the case then yeah I can kind of understand a little bit as to why you may not if especially if you don't if, if you go, in if you're sort of the person that goes into a gym say beeps in you know then goes and jumps on a treadmill for 30 minutes then comes you know out, and maybe i don't know i don't really know what else you might you go and sit on the odd couple of machines and then come out, which there's quite a high percentage of people that do that because they feel like they're doing something versus nothing. then yeah, it probably is a, a viable thing to go well, do you know what mm-hmm. i'll save my fifty quid a month from yeah. gym membership and go and just start running outside and now there's more opportunities to do those other bits and get guidance online then i'll do that and I, and so yeah, maybe that is an option, but as you say for the high majority of people. Spending two grand on a peloton, or a thousand pounds on a a decent rower, or, you know, trying to get a set of dumbbells, which we know costs fortunes and takes up a lot of space, and then to know what to do with them, um, to do it safely, correctly, get guidance... You know, with what we pro- try to provide in in gym, should I say, is the fact that yeah, you do get the support, you do get that uh, personal approach. You know, you do have that warm community. You know, you get so much more than equipment. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, what we're trying to segregate people further away from seeing other people again. You know, human connection is massive, and for a lot of people, the gym. You know, and it can be done at a distance by the way, so it doesn't mean human connection. You have to go and lick each other's sweat and you know share mm. germs. It means yeah, you it's can a bad gym. <laughs> it's the kind of gym I love, spit and sawdust. You know, once you've done a set, you lick the guy and you go, let's go again, bro. But um, it's, you know, there's different there's different setups out there and you've got to find something that's right for you. So, yeah, you've maybe found a couple of people, BBC, who are, are keen to, well you know, sack off gyms and, you know, once again do that. But I can promise you there is hundreds of thousands of people who need the gym for more than just... What a Fitbit tells them they need. You know, the yeah, more than me. a step count is, you know, so much more. Plus, the, once again, you know, we know the benefits of resistance training. And if you haven't got that equipment, we talk about how hard you can push yourself. If you're looking to really try and make a difference and change, yes, you don't always have to lift heavy do different things but there's people out there who do want to you know push on and try and challenge themselves and have the availability of having variance in their training you know having say guidance which is really keen we, we something we speak about actually with our clients um and a, a different subject really is that how hard do you push yourself mm. you know because there's a lot of people who will go to a gym and often uh probably give it about a five out of ten and as you say because yeah there's other factors in their life that aren't really giving them the the energy uh encouragement excitement or whatever it may be to they haven't got push the harder.
1: either to be honest but we've um we've been we've trained in a few gyms around we commercial type gyms when we go to places we would usually just uh pay an entrance fee and go in and use the equipment uh and you you look around there we kind of it's, it's a bit of a bit of like a Research as well, I suppose. I'd lo- market I'd research, to just, just do looking the whole around country. and yeah, go and see like observing other people in that gym environment. um And you can see, yeah, there's like different types of people that go to the gym in a big enough place. Like some of the ones we've gone to are massive. Uh, you can definitely see the different stereotype of like the people, but also some of the where the pitfalls of big gyms are really, and how people just plod along. You're like, oh, they, maybe they've been on a rest day. Like, but they might. We've maybe caught them a snapshot of their week, right? So that's not to say that they always do this. Some people might come in a book or a phone on a, on a CV bit of equipment, so they're just plodding along, passing the time, but they feel like they've gone somewhere to do that. Uh, and that's going back to like saving money, what doing it from your home, saving time. They might just be like, well, I'll get a Peloton, I'll do that at home, and maybe I'll get better results, which is fair enough. Um, but when you talk about actually high... Yeah, higher intensity training not just not hit interval but uh, the the sort of heavier lifting the the resistance training or going, going a bit harder and actually putting some work and effort into your training session can't necessarily do that it's very hard to, to like hit some PR deadlifts in your living room really and, isn't
0: and it? you said about going somewhere and doing something and that, that's, that's got its own power in itself you know the distraction of being at home trying to do anything trying to work from home as you, you know you, most people know at the moment can be very tough when you've got the, the differential of uh, what your environment is and what that creates you know I always I always related back to you know going into a boxing gym or whatever gym, you know as soon as you walk in there you, you can smell where you are like you could blindfold someone and put them in there if they've ever been in a boxing gym uh, or a fighting gym should we say you can walk a couple of steps in you're like yeah I know where I am and it's almost like that switches you into the, the right mindset now hopefully your gym doesn't smell like those gyms particularly but um, you know it, they might do, and fine Deep if they heat. do. You know, but as you say, you walk in. You know, you might have the music going. You, you might feel the energy. You might see other people, and actually, you know, it might give you that motivation to go right. You know what? And mm-hmm. somebody else inspires you. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you go right. I'll go and do uh, a home workout, and there's no one else around you doing it. In fact, the rest of your ha- family might be asleep because you having to do it before you wake them up and do whatever. Or you have to be quiet doing it because you don't want to wake anyone. Or you've got to do it in a, a smaller space because you've only got that. You don't want to knock things off. You've got a hard floor that maybe not isn't right for that or maybe you have got you know whatever it may be there's lots of things you might have a pet that just will not go for your yoga mat you know there's all these little things which are quite quirky and quite fun but does that mean that it's the end of the gym no not at all and I, and I think that there's so much um, so much more to a gym than say even just the the, the quality of coaching I mean on one of their that you, you read to me the quote that oh, I, I don't guy, want to be. Yeah. was the not guy be, said
1: oh um oh, yeah I'll never be going back to, to gyms again uh, I didn't like the environment the, the didn't want to be bullied again by PT. Brilliant. Absolutely right, so fantastic. So personal every person trainer is a bully. Yeah. He, he obviously didn't didn't fit. He wasn't a good fit for that guy no. uh, or girl who trained him. Um, but that wasn't really a, It's kind of a, the comment shouldn't have really been in that because then it just puts everyone in a bad light and we're like, oh, okay, well. I'm not going to get any coaching from someone because I know I'm going to get bullied. I don't really want to be bullied. Well, there, used to be, there used
0: to be that thing, and, and, and you know that whole like, and there's some people that buzz off it, right? There's some people that absolutely love being told what to do, where to go, shouted at, you know, almost like sometimes, and you do, you know, it, the PTs like it, and the clients like it, like to know that. They're being pushed the hardest, and they're being shouted at, and there's no escape, and all this sort of stuff. But there's a lot of clients. Well, to be honest, I'm not that trainer. I probably, you know, have one or two clients in the past who really want that. Come on, let's get going! But even then, I'm not like, you, you suck, man. Let's get up. You look at your lazy ass. You know, I'm not that person. And it's. (laughs) I hope there's not too many of them out there. The only time
1: I've really been been in that environment obviously is when it's life or death right so you have to train like you you've got your life on the line you're not going to someone's going to come for a pt session i'm not going to be beating them into the ground and saying you know if you don't move you're gonna be dead well i mean if they don't move and they don't exercise they might obviously shorten their life but to that moment in time that session i'm not going to absolutely hammer them into the ground right that's not a not well some people like it i guess the picture that's
0: that's being sort of portrayed though is that if you go to personal trainer that they're going to be there and going to be like as you say like that sort of military i suppose experience of your life or death's Mm. going to shout at you and beast you into the floor and make you feel bullied no one should ever feel that way in any environment by the way so if you're currently listening to this and you've got a personal trainer that bullies you unless you're kind of statistically into that then drop that pt because you don't need to be there's plenty of personal trainers out there who are very very different they say it's horses for courses different coaches that specialize in different things and also have different approaches in delivering the same thing it's so also, you know you've um, got to you got to find what's right for you, you say there's different fits for different people different to say environments to go and train in and you know you, you can do your research crikey there's enough there's enough out there so we're not,
1: we're not um we're not just rep counters either to be honest, if you, you think PTs, no PT can oh, count reps anyway. Well, but. no, they can. That's the thing. When <laughs> One, you, when you, uh, when you're when you're um, say younger PT or something or, or starting off, you count the reps because you think oh, better better keep track of what. The better you get, the more experience you get, the worse you get at counting. And like, you'd be going and clients be like, ah, oh, how many am I doing? Um, yeah, just just a couple more, will be fine. Yeah, because <laughs> well, you are, don't necessarily. It, there's no. There, I mean, yes, we do reps and sets and there's ranges and things, but. Um, wait. There's no magic in counting someone's reps next to them. Like ten, go on, nine, eight. Yep, keep going. Seven. I personally, if I was, if so, if if you were training me and you were doing that to me, I'd be like. I know how many you are go. yeah. face. Yep.
0: going to punch him in the face.
1: Especially for a twenty rep set. Right? <laughs> yeah, come on. No, Especially when I have
0: to separate into two tens because yeah. I can't count up there. Like. But I also like it's the funny, um, funny
1: stereotype, isn't it? PTs. Yeah. No, rep no, rep no. counters or bullies.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Just <laughs> not
1: or, or uh, vain <laughs> gym heads.
0: <laughs> it's uh, listen. I I just I suppose my my problem with it is is that you know we've got BBC is a platform in which we can really make huge. Benefits and help a lot of people, and ultimately, you know, we had the message drummed into us all year round to stay safe, to be healthy, to support the NHS, to do these things. And why try and demonise one of the only things that really ultimately? I'm not. I'm not saying it's the only thing. That's that's wrong. Sorry, but there's a lot of sporting places and a lot of things that. But this is one of the places that it does encourage good behavioral health you know encourages people to do things yes please do it at home and yes you can do it at home and for those people who say oh I just can't do anything at home or I can't then you know we've got two we've got kind of two options haven't you one is pull your finger out get over the fact that, that you know you can't go to the gym and get on with it and do what you can do and be positive about it because once you get the ball rolling you keep that motivation you're going to feel a lot better or you quit you get unhealthier You get out of shape and you just stay there and bitch and moan. And that's fine if you want to be that person. But you're definitely not bringing good energy to anybody around you or yourself. So it's not going to help you, you know, be productive. But when we do have the ability to go back into the gym, why demonize it? Why not say, actually, here's a million or whatever people that are signing the petitions that have missed the gym. Here's some of the things they're saying. They love it because of the people around them. They love it because of the environment. They love it because of the support, because their mental health is better. Is this something that could help you with your health? Are you somebody who's been intimidated? Here's, you know, 50,000 people who go to independent gyms now who never stepped foot into a gym before and now feel more supported, uh, more positive about their lives and have changed the way they are. and are actually, in fact, healthier now than what they were in their 20s, look better, feel better, uh, you know, improving uh, their their home life, their, you know, their business, their well being they're you know making a positive impact on their younger ones and actually yeah they do bring some of the stuff maybe they 've done in the gym home uh, to show their the family the partner the friends something that you know as well and, and share their sort of joy so i don 't understand what to so your you, you know the encouragement of you know if you 've got that platform and that basis use it for the good you know and i'm not you know, i'm not saying BBC always do bad things but the fact that they're actually paying sponsoring an ad to do it it 's not just one of their You know, whatever crap articles that have gone out there to you know get and obviously yes, we're talking about it, but not be funny. It's not the BBC. Don't you know? It's not like they're getting you know publicity for the BBC. They don't need publicity, you know. So it's just really not. The brands
1: in there that are um, funding that you never know exactly, Um, you know, and
0: that's and that's the problem when we start looking at this and everyone's oh yeah, go. Peloton go, Apple Watch go, Apple Fitness go, all this you know. They're the big players with the big money, and they do have the budget to influence things like the BBC, which is crazy, you know. And that's mm. that's you know isn't fair. It isn't fair, and I'm not going to see and go oh boohoo. The Peloton can do that. They've got all of our business and all that. No, we're going to do what we're doing. We you know as you say, we're creating a a, a separate entity mm. online business which is picking up. And even if we end up with. Uh, a small percentage of people who actually buy into supporting uh, the, the, their own health, the, the, you know everything they do through getting solid personal um, advice from years and years of experience versus something like that because it's accessible and it looks probably a little bit better uh, for now. But we will chase them down, we'll do our very best to make it look good as well. Um, but ultimately, it's you know it's tough because you know that is uh, the message that people are getting chucked in front of their faces so yeah. it, it, if you do read that article take it once again with a pinch of salt listen you can get so much more from gym if you've never stepped foot in a the gym then look into what gyms could be because there's so many independents out there that are doing things so differently to what you may have experienced you know 10 15 years ago when you stepped foot into a gym and it was all you know lycra and whatever else it, yeah know.
1: circuit classes and uh, like everyone on machines and headphones in. I mean that probably hasn't changed for big commercial gyms, but now there's so many independent gyms with small communities of people, local people who someone like anday, you know, their gym is like I've never really watched cheers, but like from the the program. Um, yeah, no. I'm it's like a bar Boston, that everyone Boston based, isn't apparently it? Everyone goes to I mean, yeah, I suppose it was in the 80s or something but everyone goes to bar, like everyone knows your name, cheers or something like where where everyone knows your name. So it's like a yeah, our gym's like cheer, uh, cheers in the fitness industry. It's like everyone knows everyone. They chat. It's somewhere to go. Like a hub of energy. Um, you don't. You won't get that through a screen, unfortunately. And we're we're talking about blending uh, the the online and the offline, and uh, getting the most out of it, so people can actually have both. Um, and actually, if there's a, we've got a great sort of tech idea. I'm pretty sure it's probably being developed as we speak. But if someone, um, it's kind of like where we think future of fitness will go. Um, if anyone's really handy with the, the tech side of things they'd love to help us develop this and get yeah in touch. if you're but a real techy person is like a, we don't want to give it away because i think because as soon as we see someone's built it made it we're like ah oh, missed that but um that that sort of idea of how gyms or such probably or places or fitness facilities will go uh all based around sort of technical data and the tech side of things but also be in person as well would we'll be um yeah. Be I, I, to, as to I be say, listen,
0: we're not boohooing um gadgets and things, because we understand the, the, the it is going there. to be happened. Yeah. So you've got to move with the times, you've got to, you know, uh, uh, adjust and adapt. And that's well, Crikey, that couldn't be a bigger message from last year. But what I will say is there is a lot to uh, to gain from being around people. And that's in general, right? Once again, the you know, at the end of this Something to think about, again, is maybe you haven't done it for a couple of, you know, this, this side of the year even. Just reach out to a couple of people. This has nothing to do with the gym, by the way. Reach out to a couple of people. There's people out there who, uh, you know, will be struggling right now again. Reach out to them. Send them a message. Tell people that you care. Tell them that you're there if you are. You know, if you're that person, you are able to help, listen, and you're feeling in a positive place. Share that energy. Um, you know, keep being sort of... Uh, as, you know as interactive with people as you can obviously safely um, you know we will be coming out of this the other side and it's, <laughs> like I, I kind of look for, you just talked about cheers yeah and the first thing that comes to my head was like my local pub right um, mm. and I haven't been there for obviously a long time because of lockdown and I don't really go in there half as much as what I used to obviously when I was younger um, but the, the barley moments and it's and just give them a shout because uh, the landlady there Karen and her family um they're just just the nicest people you know they're such good people and I know they're find things tough as well but you would go in there and people would know you and it'd be like hey hello and i kind of thought that's it. i just it, just, it, it jumped into my head and yeah. i was like yeah I'm, you know it's weird uh, that that feeling of how everyone's going to actually be when we're allowed to kind of stand at the bar you know when we sort of had little breaks in lockdown went down there to support them as much as I could with uh, eating me and Sue I took Hazel down there we sat outside you know we did all the things and they were absolutely regimented on everything which was fine but it was an au- it was a, not an awkward but it was a different experience and that's not their fault and you still could hear people making it a little bit more awkward going oh yeah but if he sits there he's, surely he's two metres it's like look just play the game mate they're, they're doing what they need to do to stay alive and do like us you know having to unfortunately do things we don't want to do um, and run a business not in our you know probably business plan model so it's probably not running optimally for them right now but they're doing it because they want to put on a service and still be here and do what they're mm. doing um, but you know when we do go back to a point where you can, you know, you, you know we, you know, your bar, you side by side, you almost, oh yeah, do you mind if I grab a pint of that? You know, over the top of someone's shoulder, know. you know, you think, um, and then and you are going to have the one person look, like, I yeah, I see you for ages. Twelve o'clock in the day, and he's like absolutely lingers. He's <laughs> just been watching the footy. Oh mate you know, I oh, yeah, remember when we did it? You know, and all that like. You know, and the, the bloke going, oh, look at you, are you allowed to drink that, mate? What gym do you go to? All that, you know, all those rubbish comments. I'm looking forward to all that again, you know, all that sort of weird male energy <laughs> at the bar where you, you walk in and someone wants to, you know, chat complete crap to you. Oh mate, but you have loads of protein. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, sweet. Good <laughs> chat. Carry on back on the Stella. Imagine about five six pints later, I'm like, mate, I do have oh. loads of protein. <laughs> hugging him. Where's yeah, the menu. I want to hug. Hungry. i want hug a drunk guy. Right. That's my weird. I miss hugging mm. drunk men. <laughs> okay. Um, um, we'll leave it there, shall we? Yeah. No, Before it goes uh, further down the line of my beering escapades. pretty random. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Right, so we'll see
1: what that'll hopefully the Easter weekend. Oh, well that's probably mate, quite early
0: a for that. But. well no, but there won't be a chance for me anyway, so will be like you're not going out on the lash, you've got a small <laughs> child. I've got another couple of years to have a Yeah, that, that is the again. worst
1: the the worst thing is to have a hangover with children. Now that like you think it's bad when you're you know, when you're on your own, when you're single, when you're partner or whatever, you're laying on the sofa all day. You don't get the chance to lay on the sofa all day. So it is literally that's why you know, parents probably I suppose it depends go both ways. they either Go off the drink, or they they drink more and just go through it and power through it because don't have hangovers anymore. Yeah, just, Get
0: just, drinks so so regularly, so often that hangovers aren't a thing that they can function. Mm. You know, borderline. You know, whatever. Function, if you listen to this uh, and you're
1: you're not uh, you don't have children yet. Enjoy that time on the sofa for, for yeah Sunday all day. I've not Just had my, I've not had a
0: hangover with a child yet, so I'm uh, I've still got to I'll, I'll do the podcast mm. on the Monday. The you know I'll probably some hangover probably be a Sunday. I'm assuming or I guess whatever. And then, night to Sunday, yeah, then, then uh, uh, I'll tell everyone about the the yeah. dread that I had on that Sunday. Guys, ah. listen. Take care. Be safe. Look after mm. yourselves. Keep in touch. Stay uh, in once gyms. again, yes. Yeah, remember, <laughs> don't listen to the BBC. Come back to the gyms.